Well, a very good morning to everybody out there. Welcome for uh, welcome to another edition of the Breakfast Show alongside your boy DJ Val. How are we all doing out there? I was say I uh, just came off, uh, snuck on us uh, secretly to uh, participate in the background. I was behind the privacy glass on the uh, our women's conference prayer this morning. Powerful time of prayer led by our very own co-pastor Penny. And of course, I give shouts going out there to co-pastor and our bishop John Anthony Francis. They are indeed the visionaries and founders of Rack City Church. We uh, thank God for their lives. Thank God for this uh, time that we have in the morning. And uh, if you have been on the women's prayer, then uh, I think the next 30 minutes of worship will kind of like uh, settle you in really nicely this morning. Remember, we've got 30 minutes of back-to-back worship uninterrupted. You can continue your devotion. Then we have our Bible reading. And at the top of the hour, we've got our news, brand new Poetically Speaking. Remember, it is Black History Month. Competitions. Mr. Alistair V will be joining us a little bit later on. When you're on your way to but I, uh, I'm all fired up and I'm ready to go. So let's do this. You can listen to a sound. Ooh, cause I know that it works. Hey, this is Chevelle Franklin from Kingston, Jamaica, and it's time for worship with DJ Val. On the Soul Food Gospel Show. I know it's dark is before the dawn. The tomb you face is not the end. He can roll the stone away. Jesus rolled the stone away. The weight of sin has kept you bound. It seems like death is all. But he gave you power to speak life again. Jesus rolled the stone away. So you can roll the stone Can these tribals live again? 
testimonies of your faithfulness mm -hmm. All around me, Lord, I see the testimonies of your faithfulness to me
You're listening to the Smooth Groove Gospel Soul Food Station with your host, DJ Val. Jesus, we love you. Sovereign God, you are.
C'est sur Rouac Radio, ce show you est fantastique, est incroyable, un show à ne pas manquer les amis. Allez, à bientôt, ciao.
was your 30 minutes back to back uninterrupted and I'll date unadulterated worship this morning thank you so much if you just jumped on the stream uh, welcome to the uh, breakfast show alongside uh, DJ Val Alistair V on Soul Food Gospel Radio that is uh, Sejuana and the children of God pushed to the promise before that played Tola Surrounded actually no before that played Winita Francis Surrounded then I played Tala Surrounded see what I did there then I played Najee Busia that's the father's house love that track Glenn Gawazi's Roll the Stone Away. So it is indeed time for our Bible reading. The Bible Experience. Yes, I was on the 6 a.m. women's prayer while I was doing my uh, bit of uh, final preparation for the show. But it's time for the Bible reading. Uh, May you be blessed as we uh, reflect and enjoy God's marvelous and magnificent word this morning. The Pharisees and Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. He replied, When evening comes, you say, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, today it will be stormy, for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a sign none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Jesus then left them and went away. When they went across the lake, the disciples forgot to take bread. Be careful. Jesus said to them, Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. They discussed this among themselves and said, It is because we didn't bring any bread. See, John. Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked, You of little faith, why are you talking among yourselves about having no bread? Do you still not understand? Don't you remember the five loaves for the five thousand, and how many basketfuls you gathered? Or the seven loaves for the four thousand, and how many basketfuls you gathered? How is it you don't understand that I was not talking to you about bread? But be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he was not telling them to guard against the yeast used in bread, but against the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah. And still others, Jeremiah, 
or one of the prophets. But what about you? Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of death will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord. This shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for you to gain the whole world, yet forfeit your soul? Or what can you give in exchange for your soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward everyone according to what they have done. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man Jesus come with him, Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then, there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. Yes, the disciples asked him, Why then do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, To be sure, Elijah comes and will restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come. And they did not recognize him but have done to him everything they wished. In the same way, the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was talking to them about John the Baptist. When they came to the crowd, 
a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. You unbelieving and perverse generation. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of the boy, and he was healed from that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, Because you have so little faith, truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. When they came together in Galilee, he said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered over to human hands. He will be killed, and on the third day he will be raised to life. And the disciples were filled with grief. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma temple tax came to Peter and asked, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does. He replied, When Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? From their own children or from others? From others. Ah, then the children are exempt. But so that we may not cause offense, go to the lake and throw out your line. Take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax. Who, then, is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child, whom he placed among them. And he said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes a humble place becoming like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them if a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. Such things must come, but woe to the person through whom they come. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the ninety-nine that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. If a brother or sister sins, go and point out the fault, just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, 
Take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there am I with them. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive someone who sins against me? Up to seven times? I tell you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. Therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him ten thousand bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. The servant fell on his knees before him. Be, be patient with me, he begged. And, and, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him. <laughs> Be patient with me. I, I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you, unless Jesus you forgive a brother or sister. He left Galilee and went into the region of Judea, to the other side of the Jordan. Large crowds followed him, and he healed them there. Some Pharisees came to test him. They asked, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any and every reason? Haven't you read that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female and said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore what God has joined together, let no one separate. Why then? Did Moses command that a man give his wife a certificate of divorce and send her away? Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because your hearts were hard, but it was not this way from the beginning. I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another woman commits adultery. The disciple said to him, If this is the situation between a husband and wife, it is better not to marry. Jesus replied, Not everyone can accept this word, but only those to whom it has been given. For some are eunuchs because they were born that way. Others have been made eunuchs, and others have renounced marriage because of the kingdom of heaven. The one who can accept this should accept it. 
Then people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked them. Stand back, children, stand back. No, let, let the little children come to me. And do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. When he had placed his hands on them, he went on from there. Just then, a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which ones? He inquired. Jesus replied, You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? Jesus answered, If you want to be perfect, go. Sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad, because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it is hard for the rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With human beings this is impossible, but with God... All things are possible. Peter answered him, We have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, at the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or fields for my sake will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and many who are last. Like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About nine in the morning, he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, you also go and work in my vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again about noon and about three in the afternoon and did the same thing. About five in the afternoon, he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing? because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his supervisor, call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. The workers who were hired about five in the afternoon came and each received a denarius. So when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more, but each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. Oh, come on. These men who were hired last worked only one hour, they said. And you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the work and the heat of the day? But he answered one of them, Friend, 
I'm not being unfair to you. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous? So, the last will be first, and the first will be last. Now Jesus was going up to Jerusalem. On the way, he took the twelve aside and said to them, We are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death. Leave us, Lord and will hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. On the third day, he will be raised to life. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down, asked a favor of him. What is it you want? He asked, she said, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you're asking. Can you drink the cup I'm going to drink? We can. We can. You will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my father. When the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, Whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside, and when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet, but they shouted all the louder. Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? Lord, we want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet, Say to daughter Zion, See, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, 
the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. It is written, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him at the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priest and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did and the children shouting in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David! They were indignant. Do you hear what these children are saying? Yes. Have you never read? From the lips of children and infants you have ordained praise. And he left them and went out of the city to Bethany, where he spent the night. Early in the morning, as he was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly? They asked. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things? They asked. And who gave you this authority? Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's baptism, where did it come from? Was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the people, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We don't know. Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? The first, they answered. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. When the harvest time approached, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect his fruit. The tenants seized his servants. They beat one, killed another, and stoned a third. Then he sent other servants to them, more than the first time, and the tenants treated them the same way. Last of all, he sent his son to them. They will respect my son, he said. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, This is the heir. 
Come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. So they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? He will bring those wretches to a wretched end, they replied, and he will rent the vineyard to other tenants who will give him his share of the crop at harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit. Anyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard Jesus' parables, they knew he was talking about them. This Jesus is a troublemaker. They looked for a way to arrest him, but they were afraid of the crowd because the people held that he was... Inspired by The Bible Experience
October marks the month which reflects on the achievements, cultures and contributions of black people in the UK and across the globe, as well as educating others about the diverse history of those from African and Caribbean descent. This is Black History Month. Samuel Coleridge Taylor Born in 1875, Samuel was an important composer moving into the 21st century. Having studied at the very highly respected Royal College of Music in London, he went on to write many beautiful pieces of music which were enjoyed all over the world and are still being enjoyed today. It was very unusual for black composers of classical music to reach this amount of success like he did, especially during this period. Garrett Morgan Garrett Morgan was an inventor and businessman from Cleveland, USA, who is best known for inventing the gas mask called the Morgan Safety Hood and smoke protector in 1914. However, after witnessing a nasty accident between an automobile and a horse-drawn carriage, Morgan set about inventing a traffic signal that could control the flow of traffic. Other inventors had experimented with traffic signals, but in 1923, it was Morgan who was the first to acquire a US patent for an inexpensive way to produce a traffic signal. What made Morgan's traffic signal different was that it featured three positions, stop, go, and an all-directional stop position. Mary Seacole Mary Seacole was born in Jamaica but moved to England in 1854. While she was in England, she appealed for the War Office to send her to Crimea as an army nurse, but was refused. Being undeterred, she raised the necessary funds and travelled anyway, setting up the British Hotel in Kadikoe on the Crimean Peninsula to deliver a mess table and comfortable quarters for the sick and convalescent officers. But in 1991, she was awarded the Jamaican Order of Merit. In 2016, a statue of her was unveiled outside St Thomas Hospital in London in recognition of her many achievements. Philip M. Aguali. Despite having to leave school at just 13 years old because of the Nigerian Civil War, Philip M. Aguali went on to become one of the greatest computer pioneers of our time. He drew his inspiration from nature, specifically bees. Studying the efficient way they constructed a honeycomb made him rethink his approach to computer processing. In 1989, he put his idea to work and used 65,000 processes to invent the world's first supercomputer, able to perform 3.1 billion calculations per second. His computers are currently being used to forecast the weather and predict the effects of global warming. Mother McClarkin Mother McClarkin created the first black-led church in the UK during 1948. She came to England during the famous Empire Windrush boat. In that same year, she started up a midweek church meeting in her home on Head Street, Stepney. Then later, moved to Navarino Road, Hackney, a much bigger house in comparison. On Sundays, 
the doors between the lounge and dining room will be thrown open as people gather to worship. There were so many people attending that some people were sitting all the way upstairs. In 1949, saw the arrival of Bishop Oswald McClarkin and the rest of their family. The McClarkins decided to invite Bishop Watley from the United States, who helped the church become established under the name Church of God in Christ, where Bishop TJ Francis was ordained as an elder and part of the leadership team. This was the first black lead church in the UK. A few years later, Bishop TJ Francis and his wife, Mother Francis, had a son, who we today know as Bishop. In the news this week, an investigation is launched into the blanket use of do not resuscitate forms during the coronavirus pandemic. The Scottish Government tells the public to call 999 if they see a child being smacked. And former BBC presenter Dame Jenny Murray says she won't be silenced by transgender activists. Hello. An investigation has been launched into the use of do not resuscitate forms during the coronavirus pandemic. Health Minister Lord Bethel has instructed the Care Quality Commission to verify whether the practice is still taking place. The review is expected to cover care homes, primary care and hospitals. The Commission will report its findings next year, but one of its chief inspectors, Dr Rosie Bennyworth, said it is unacceptable for DNRs to be applied to blanket groups of people. This builds on the concerns we reported earlier in the year and we are pleased that they are being given closer attention. The Scottish Government has advised people to call the police if they see a parent or carer smack their child. Last year, Children's Minister Marie Todd told the Scottish Parliament, I assure members that our intention is not to criminalise parents. But now new guidance directs those who witness a smack to call 999 to report a crime in progress. Be Reasonable spokeswoman Dr Ashley Frawley spoke to us about her concerns. What the Scottish Government has done really just puts the lie to what campaigners had been saying all along, that this wasn't about criminalising parents, it was just about educating parents. Um, well, the very first thing that comes out is this is a criminal offence. Um, and when the police show up at your door, they're not there to educate and support you, they're there to investigate. And that's what we've seen. Um, and that's what tends to be the case when police get involved in family life. They're not there to educate and support. They're there to look for signs of a crime, look for signs of abuse. Um, and so the question is, why did they feel that they couldn't tell the truth the whole time? Because they knew that most people did not agree that this form of discipline should constitute a crime. Now they feel the law is on their side. They're being much more brazen and they're just coming out and saying what they mean. The ban is due to come into force on the 7th of November, and Police Scotland has warned the law will have a significant impact on its finances. The Rugby Football Union has ignored World Rugby's recommendation that men should not be allowed to compete in elite women's rugby. The RFU refused to put in place protections for women, claiming further scientific evidence is needed. World Rugby said men should not be able to compete against women at the top level where size, strength, power and speed are crucial for both risk and performance. However, national unions can be flexible in their application of the guidelines. Dr Nicola Williams of Fair Play for Women said World Rugby has put the safety of its professional female players first. If the RFU don't do the same, then thousands of amateur players will be left asking why they don't deserve the same protections. 
And finally, veteran BBC presenter Dame Jenny Murray has said she won't be silenced by transgender activists, despite being threatened with hideous violence. Dame Jenny said it was vital to debate the issue, as she voiced support for detransitioner Kira Bell. Bell, who was given puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones as a teenager, has taken a gender clinic to court for prescribing puberty blockers to children. Murray was first criticised in 2017 for writing, Your sex, male or female, is what you're born with. For this, I have been trolled and threatened with hideous violence. It's terrifying to be told you should die, that strangers want you sacked. And yet I am not prepared to stop talking about this. It's an issue that needs to be discussed without anyone fearing losing their livelihood or their life. Well, that's all for this week. For regular updates and information on all of our stories, plus much more, visit our website at christian.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye. Christian teachers, parents and pupils are increasingly facing difficulties as the education system becomes more secular. Sometimes schools feel they have no option but to follow all of the advice given to them by pressure groups with their own agendas and their vague appeals to the Equality Act. But what does the law really say? We're now on to the third video in our series. And we'll see this time that state schools are under a legal duty to provide education without indoctrinating children or seeking to recruit them to any cause or campaign. Under the Human Rights Act 1998, it is unlawful for a public authority, such as a state school, to act in a way which is incompatible with a European Convention right. This has nothing to do with the European Union and so will be unaffected by Brexit. One such right says that the state shall respect the right of parents to ensure their children receive education which is in line with their own religious and philosophical convictions. State schools are required to educate children in an objective, critical and pluralistic manner, enabling pupils to develop a critical mind. They are forbidden to pursue an aim of indoctrination that might be considered as not respecting parents' religious and philosophical convictions. And this isn't limited to just religious education. The court explicitly says it applies to all subjects, including sexual education and ethics. The European Convention also requires the state, and therefore state schools, to respect people's privacy and their private life. And the UK Supreme Court agrees, saying within limits, families must be left to bring up their children in their own way. The law is also clear that schools should not advance a political agenda. The Education Act 1996 forbids maintained schools in England and Wales from promoting political views in any subject, and requires them to ensure differing views are presented in a balanced way. One controversial issue that courts have repeatedly stated may be considered political, as well as religious and moral, is same-sex marriage. And similar principles apply to other LGBT issues. Let's say a school celebrates Purple Friday. Pupils are expected to wear a purple item of clothing in support of a transgender activist group. All around the schools are banners with the slogan, Trans rights are human rights, and pupils are expected to give donations to the group. In an assembly, a teacher says that people must be allowed to change legal sex simply by saying so, and no alternative view is expressed at any point. 
this would be unlawful promotion of a particular political view. On the other hand, perhaps there is a class of sixth form students who are asked to write three arguments in favour of restricting women's facilities to biological women, and three arguments in favour of opening them up to all who self-identify as women. If someone were to complain that asking students to consider restricting facilities is exclusionary and transphobic, the school can respond that there has been a balanced and critical treatment of the arguments on both sides, and so the teaching is appropriate. Next time, we'll be considering how people cannot be required to endorse or celebrate a cause with which they disagree. For more information, download a copy of Equipped for Equality, a booklet explaining all of this in greater detail. Look out for more videos in the coming weeks. Ruwak City Church Online Activities Sundays Partnership Class Online at 3pm Register via the website Mondays Women's Fitness at 6pm Body Alive with Fitness Coach Antoinette Harrison Fun and upbeat sessions suitable for all levels of fitness Register via the Ruwak website Tuesdays Restoration Class at 7pm for women only provides teaching and advice to renew and reconnect your relationship with Jesus Christ. You can register via the RUAC website. Wednesdays, access Life Application Bible Study at 8pm. Congregational Prayer with RUAC Elders at 8pm. Thursdays, Discipleship Care at 7pm. Kingdom Conversations at 9pm, hosted by Bishop John Francis. Fridays, Ruak Bereavement Support Group at 6pm, hosted by the Ruak Wellbeing Team. You can register via the Ruak website or email wellbeing at ruakcitychurch.org. Men's Real Talk at 7.30pm. Ruak City Church contact details. Website www.ruakcitychurch.org. Telephone number 0208 678 6 888. Email admin at Hi ladies, I'm Pastor Penny Francis and I'm here to tell you about our upcoming women's conference this year. Yes, it's that time of year again, Sapphire's Women's Conference and I'm excited. Um, yeah, we are Sapphires and we are unique on purpose. So the conference is going to be happening over two days, Friday the 23rd of October and Saturday the 24th of October. And guess what? It's going to be virtual. All the sessions are going to be happening online. We are also celebrating 25 years of women's conferences. And this year's theme is going to be clarity plain and simple. It's definitely going to be an illuminating and revelatory time for us all. So we have a full schedule of sessions. There's going to be anointed word, powerful praise and worship, and definitely lots of creativity with our dance team, the Moving Word dance team, poetry, drama, and lots more. So on both mornings at 6am to 7am, we will be Sapphires in Prayer. I am looking forward to a powerful time of prayer with our elders. 
And then in the afternoon, we'll have two sessions on the Friday and Saturday at 12 noon. And that's going to be our Sapphires Enriched session and our Sapphires Empowered session. Now, these two sessions, you do need to register for them. So please make sure you register now so that you can avoid disappointment. Um, I've got to let you know, spaces are limited. So make sure you register. So I can tell you this, every year the ladies leave these sessions with insights, lots of information, tips and advice for their purpose and their destiny. You definitely don't want to miss these sessions. So to be clear, our day sessions are for ladies only and you do need to register. But in the evening, anyone can connect with us. So ladies, I'm looking forward to seeing you at our Sapphires Women's Conference 2020. That's Friday the 23rd to Saturday the 24th of October. And let's get ready to see better. Have you ever wanted to begin a discussion with your child about really difficult topics like protecting their bodies from unwanted touching, but you didn't quite know how to bring it up? Or are you waiting for a convenient time when they're older? Well, I have good news and bad news. Bad news first, there's never a convenient time. And whilst you're waiting, somebody else might be speaking to them in a way that's unhealthy. But the good news is that for £5 only, I've developed a musical resource just for you to help you approach the discussion in a fun, child-friendly way. It comes with a cartoon video, a karaoke cartoon video, a song track, a karaoke song track, an instrumental, lyrics, but most importantly, an activity and discussion plan packed with lots of fun activities and scenarios to help you discuss this all-important issue with your child. And the best bit is that they can play the song over and over again so that the message really sinks in. Larger packs are available for children's organizations and schools. So head over to difficultdiscussionseasysongs.com and the precious and private musical resource is waiting there for you.
Hi, it's Jessica of Poetically Speaking. Thought-provoking poetry to inspire on DJ Val's Gospel Soul Food Show. Thanks for tuning in. And yes, we are continuing with Black History Month here in the UK with a range of patois poetry. I have Laurel Cameron Robinson, a.k.a. Miss P., who is known here and internationally for her Jamaican patois poetry. Now, as a child, she was mentored by Jamaica's definitive national poet, author and storyteller. Yes, that's right. The late Honourable Louise Bennett. And I have the pleasure of introducing three of Miss P's poems. Her expressing her own thoughts around Black History Month. I pray that they bless you and I encourage you to keep writing in to me at info at christianpoets.co.uk. God has put a gift in you and we want and need to hear it. As it says in Psalm 45, let your tongue be the pen of a ready writer. Till the next time, it's Jessica. God's richest blessings and be inspired. Title of this poem is Remember Your History. If you don't know where you come from, you can't know where you go. You have to know your history. And that will lead you to victory. Oh no, all knows that one come from far. And forget yourself. A whole heap of a generation they have to hang. Remember the old Kojua. Who have to fight with the arrow and bow. Not forgetting him sister nanny. A strong leader and a courageous granny. Then, how can you forget? Garden, Garvey, Bogle. Sam Sharp, Buster, and Manly. If it wasn't for them great men, Uno wouldn't have an emblem. So, people of color, a them great leader, Uno have to follow, we continue to build on a nation, which will take a whole heap of duration. But, if you think about it, if Uno want to be wise, Uno got to play a small price. By arming uno self with knowledge, and that no say uno have to go on big college. Ay, ay, ay. The title of this poem is Windrush. When uno hear the word Windrush, uno West Indian shouldn't blush, for it was summer uno floating bed. And a hit be uno the start ahead. When West Indian people, when Rush make uno turn one big family, so that uno should live in a harmony and pass it on to the children them, so that them no make no enemy but friend. A whole heap of thing good when Rush generation come here help fi build from the factory place to a needed skill. Them feel respect Winrush generation. For them come here, go help build this great nation. Even though 
them did have to put up with a whole heap of adoration, racism, and suffering. When rush generation, a proud nation, long may them ever reign, even though them did have to put up with so much hearty campaign, them can walk and hold them head up high and no feel shame for Rinrush journey was not in vain. Ay, ay, ay. The title of this poem is What Make We Have to Suffer? What make we have to suffer? Is it because of the color of we skin? Make them a treat we like a waste bin? Them give we all sort of bad name. And treat we so bad? That's the man we insane. A time for uno brothers and sisters work together and support uno one another so that we can build with generation and make them tap all the discrimination. Uno remember uno youngster that they may go be the future. So they need all the support so that they no become society dropout and lose the title young gifted and black and instead of it turn back. We ancestors get brutalized from them who said them civilized. So again, we have to stand up and fight for everything we believe is right so that we can get respect and dignity whether from far or in a divinity. Member say, who also need knowledge, a mighty tool, wago gi unu courage. Ay, ay, ay. Soul Food Show, Record of the Week.
I don't even know where to start, to be honest. I think, uh, okay, let's do Mr. Um, let's do my dear friend, uh, Sami. The, the record of the week, Love Will. Absolutely love that video. It uh, 
It's the kind of video I would be in, you know, very uh, kind of very 80s, very R&B-ish, very soulful. Shout out to Sami, Akin Labi. Please go out and support my brother wherever you get the opportunity. And then what can we say about the amazing Miss P and those three absolutely ay 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 poems that we had today. That's all I kept hearing, you know, as I was just going ay 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 ay. We really thank God for uh, Laurel. She is on the stream, actually. Thank you so much indeed. Um, hold on, let me get uh, Lauren Laurel Robinson. Let me get it right because you know me and, and names, right? Thank you so much indeed, uh, Laurel Robinson. Three absolutely fantastic, short but sweet, um, you know, wonderfully done poems in 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 a Jamaican patois style. For anybody who is unfamiliar uh, with the uh, style that she was using, it's absolutely uh, outstanding. Thank you so much indeed. And of course, got to say thanks going out there to Elder Jessica, Elder Jessica, who is behind poetically speaking. Uh, God bless you, Elder Jessica. Thank you so much indeed for your support and uh, taking uh, poetically speaking where it is uh, and uh, planning to do a whole lot more with it going forward. So we are super, super excited, right, to, um, uh, for the poems that are coming in. We get some amazing poems. I know, Avril, don't worry, I did see you sent another one through as well. We've had Left the Moon Alone. We've had all kinds of other ones. Nairobi Robinson, Nairobi Thompson, sorry, um, has, has been on as well. So many great poems, so many great poets. And, of course, if you are so poetically inclined... Uh, I'm going to ask you to... I can stay on this screen, doesn't matter. Um, uh, if you are so poetically in, in, inclined, I'm going to ask you, please, if you get the opportunity, please email info at christianpoets.co.uk. That's Elder Jessica's email. Email her with your poem, whether it be by audio. If you've got a video, even better. If you've done a little bit of a video production, hey, why not? Um, but at least send it through on audio um, and, uh, you know, El Jessica will obviously review it and uh, see if we can make it into the show. But, you know, we're really grateful for that selection um, and, and that little section that we do to kind of like honor all kinds of ways. You know, there's different ways that we can worship God, right? Different, different, different ways in which we can uh, worship God. And, um, you know, I, I, I love a bit of spoken word. I've done a little bit myself as well. So, uh, you, you know, it really works. So, um, yeah, really grateful and, and really glad with that. Right. Time is a ticking and I really want to play some music. So I know I've got the usual things that we do and um, we, we've got the book people. Book people, you guys know that we I support you guys 100 um, percent. But I just want to move on and play some music. So if you bear with your boy, let's do... We got together with Pastor Chris and Pastor Stephen on Thursday to just go in. As we still uh, wake you up uh, nice and gently with some uh, beautiful worship. I think this was uh, submitted by our very own Winita Francis as part of her uh, interview process. I always ask the uh, guests to give me three worship songs of their choice. And it's this one came up. And it's the heart of the Father. The blessings with uh, Carrie Job and, and uh, Cody Carnes. I if that's okay. And this is a blessing over you and your family and your children. So God bless you as you uh, this sit back and reflect on this for the uh, for the next few minutes. Your heart to a place of just receiving the blessing of heaven from God Himself over you this morning. DJ Bell, playing music for your mind, body, and soul.
make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. The Lord bless you. Oh, 
it would seem as if uh, there is a spirit of mirth, joy, and happiness on the stream this morning. I must say, if you uh, if you haven't had the opportunity to uh, ever join us on a live stream, uh, why don't you do that, man? Go over to YouTube, find out the uh, show times. Uh, Breakfast show kicks off 7 a.m. British summer time. And as somebody is already trying to angle into the... F- I actually thought that the clocks went the other way. So I'm, it's really gl- I'm, I'm glad that you said that. I thought I was going to lose an hour in bed, but I didn't realize that I gained an extra hour, right? And then... Uh, Shazzy to Avril Hall trying to negotiate an extra hour of show. See, if that was tomorrow morning, then I think you'd be within the rights to say, well, yeah, okay. All around within you. But it kills her. That's not how it goes. So, uh, and y'all had overtime yesterday on Catch a Fire Friday, right? I was getting down to all the Catch a Fire Friday team uh, and crew. Had an absolutely amazing time on Catch a Fire Friday. I want to say thank you so much to my guests who uh, were in the studio last week. Shouts going out there to the kings of a kingship. Not kingship music, kingship. I was going to have to Bishop Reuben King and his wife, uh, Sister Sonia King. God bless them real good, man. Up there in the Midlands, in the middle of the United Kingdom of Great Britain. She has gone out there to our very own Elder Juanita Francis. We had the pleasure of having her on the show, on uh, on the original Soul Food Show. Some say that's the best. Tuesday evening, 7 o'clock, uh, that one kicks off. And I want to say a very, very good morning to our, our first-time breakfast listeners on uh, Mixcloud. You'll be seeing more of me. <laughs> oh, dearie, dearie me. Just going to to Gail Olive and all the ladies that were on the uh, earlier, on the early women's prayer. I jumped on. Thank you so much indeed to, uh, to uh, Avril Hall. I, I thought the men weren't allowed on the prayer. You know, I like prayer. So, I, you know, I, he goes, oh, are you coming on? And I thought, oh, okay, all right, why not? I saw some really powerful uh, women of God uh, sharing God's word and just praying it through, man. And uh, we thank God for uh, everybody who has... Uh, Who's attended the conference so far? Remember, it is running. Uh, it, it, it's running across. Well, it started yesterday, okay, Friday, and it is running. Uh, it closes today. So, uh, your last opportunity to get blessed by the Sapphire Women's Conference, co-pastor Penny, celebrating 25 years of putting on that conference. That is absolutely outstanding. Gonna do this one by my dear friend and brother, Mr. Stevie G. This one is called Panchende. Let me give you the revelation of what Panchende means, right? It's a simple word, but it means it's the secret place where God speaks to you.
by my brother Mr. Stevie Glory aka Stevie G Panchende the secret place where God speaks to you and uh, somebody asked me said what language was that DJ Val? I believe if I'm not wrong I think it's Shona they have uh, if 13 languages I think out there in uh, in Zambia and uh, I think Shona is one of them so uh, just going to Stevie G we love Panchende good morning Elder Ann Dougal God bless you Yes, Miss Alistair V will be with us uh, very, 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 very shortly. Is after us, singing no Thought I'd slip this one in by Lucy Grimble, featuring Matt Redman. Let me know what you think of this one. No length 
Victory music, I don't know what is, man. Lucy Grimble, alongside Matt Redman. Nothing can separate us. That one's sitting quite high at the moment in the Step Forward charts. Uh, Shouts going out to the whole team at at, uh, Step Forward. Thank you for providing a great musical chart for uh, for us to check out, man. For us DJs to know what's happening and what's new and uh, what's moving up and what's moving in, right? My Q-Time Quads tells me it is time for me to get Mr. Alistair V on the stream. I'm going to leave you with the semi. Beautiful track called I Love You. I'm going to get Mr. Alistair V on. I can hear you running. I can feel you crying to my pierced hands. You can see me. You feel I'm not there. I'm Emmanuel. Baby, you hide all those secrets you hear me calling, my shame keeps you in pieces Please remember that even in hell I'm Emmanuel Just know that I love you, I love you, I love you I love you That you're climbing Even in the darkness I am there In the shadows Let's see if we can get Mr. Alistair V on the stream It is his time Hello, now Dad. Hey son, good morning, how you doing today? I'm fine, thank you, how are you? I'm alright son, I'm alright, I'm alright How's your week been? Um, good, thank you Okay, fantastic. And uh, you guys are approaching your half term, right? Are you on half term already? Uh, yes. 
Ah, okay. All right. Good, 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 good. Look forward to uh, hanging out and doing some stuff, I guess. Right. For those that don't know you, uh, son, uh, you like to introduce yourself, and then we can kick off with the young person's point of view. Okay. Uh, my name is Alistair V, which is short for Alistair Valentine, which is also uh, short for Alistair Valentine Yomi, which is also short for many other middle names. <laughs> we always say this, right? We, uh, we we need to investigate these many other middle names because I know a couple, but I think there's some that are, you know, you know, like your your your, your grandparents give you names that are not on the birth certificate, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we need to we, we need to investigate what what the other names are anyway. But there's quite a few people on saying good morning to. You. Are you on YouTube watching or where are you watching from? Uh, yeah. You're I on am. YouTube. Okay. There's a couple of people say good morning to you. Uh, Auntie Gail said good morning. Auntie Hazel said good morning. Auntie Avril said good morning. And I'm very sure that uh, our very own Elder Jessica is going to say good morning as well. So there you go. Some people already greeting you. Mm. Good morning, everyone. Okay. Um, so, uh, all right. So you kick off with what you want to kick off with. We, I need to work out your music list and stuff like that for your music selection. So uh, you kick off. What, what, what do you have for us uh, today? Um, well, I have um, two things to talk about. Okay. One that was actually, I think, uh, pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so if anybody knows the um, artist Banksy, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a guy that does... Uh, well, maybe explain, actually, because there's some people that are listening from other parts of the world, so they may have heard, but, you know, just to give a yeah. little bit more um, clarity. Go for it. Uh, so Banksy is a, um, a street artist and has um, done a lot of, um, like, well, he mostly does, like, spray painting on walls or on, like... Um, derelict buildings that either has like some form of symbolism to the place that they're in or the um, place that he's spray painted on. Mm. So um, there was one that he actually did through lockdown. Okay. And, and whilst I was actually researching it, it was actually really easy to come up with this because it was happen We were in geography. We we're talking about a uh, natural heritage site and what a natural heritage site actually means and what are the grounds of it. And all of, like, Banksy's artwork can be classed as a national heritage site to literally the world in general. And a lot of his work now is going on auction. Like, a lot of it now. There's people are either, either, I think, they're just, I think I saw one where, like, someone was saying that they just took the bricks off the wall and then took it to the auction and sold it. Can you imagine that, you know? Yeah. And it is... But, sorry, go on, go on. Mm -hmm. No, you can go, you can go, you can go. I, I, I was going to say, it's really funny because it, it, it's amazing how people's perceptions can suddenly change about things. So before, he was a bit of a nuisance. That's what people used to kind of like label yeah. it at street art he's a bit of a renegade he's a bit of a rebel um you know and you know why is he going around defacing things with these kind of like you know 
um, trying to make political statements. And, and, and you are right, you know, some of them are kind of like locally, culturally inspired. And then other things yeah. are, are political statements. But, they're, they're, you know, there was this whole thing about was it? And it is amazing. After a while, and I, I don't know if you're going to talk about it, but I think one of the reasons why his work is worth what it is and people are doing absolutely crazy things i'll tell you a story about um you know where i used to work and and somebody wanted to buy the door that they thought was a banksy um and <laughs> crazy <laughs> fire exit door um anyway um but it's because of the fact that nobody actually knows who he is right yeah that's part of the 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 mystery to his his artwork nobody knows who he is but he does work that you know, because I'm thinking, right, maybe you help me out here. Maybe everybody else help me out there. So it, it's not that the artwork is great because it's a spray pan, a, a spray can, right? Spray paint. That's kind of yeah. like what he's doing. So I'm thinking that, well, well like you, you do graffiti. Like my, my soul food sign is like, you know, that's kind of like a bit of street art that you've done that is in the studio now, right? Um, so if you got there and you practiced enough, you could go around with a stencil and do a couple of Banksy's yourself. And then maybe, you know, take them off and then try and sell them. But they have an authentication process, right? To, to actually authenticate yeah. whether or not it's a real Banksy. And nobody mm-hmm. knows who he is. Well, someone must know who he is, right? Yeah, somebody must know, at least somehow, somehow have contact information yeah. for him. Sweet. But yeah, so basically there was, um, he did kind of a very short art installation. Um I think it was either like late at night or early in the morning. And I think it's on the I think it's on the yeah, the London Underground. Mm. And basically what it is is these like rats all over like the sides of the walls on the train. But like they're all like kind of like lockdown themed ish. Like, there's a rat using a mask as a parachute. <laughs> and then I think there's like there was, like, a rat, like, sanitize, like, was one of those sanitizing things. Yeah. And spread, like, the thing down. And the way he actually, there's a video of him doing it. So he got on there with, like, the, like a full white, like, overall suit. Yeah. And then have, like, the TFL, um, like, uh vest on yeah and then he was like pretending he was sanitizing the um like the train down yeah but then he was actually like um doing the stencils and painting it but the reason why i'm talking about it is because um well this is from sky news and it says banksy painting on tube carriage shows london underground is not safe rtm says so they think that the London Underground is unsafe because, you know, somebody like Banksy had enough time to pretend to be um, um, a, a staff member, do the whole stencil, and then only like a couple hours later after it was all over social media, was it then removed. But... I think their problem is is that they find it like this could just be the spur on for active vandalism. Like you know, some trains they have like a bit of like people yeah. like scratched into the walls and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But like not really like 
big, um, like what you call like uh, graffiti. Yeah. Like, I've only seen like like spray paint graffiti once on a train. Yeah. And that was an old train. But it says Banksy spray painting on tube of London carriage shown uh, showed London Underground was not safe. The RTM Union had said a video posted on the artist's Instagram page in July shows a man bought, thought to be Banksy disguised, disguised as a cleaner. He was wearing personal protective equipment, PPE, and used his equipment uh, tubes to Sorry, and use equipment as tube stuff would uh, to disinfect trains. Transport for London has said the tube was not safe, but the RTM, which many tube staff belong to, said it was not a lapse in security, but showed there wasn't any. The work by Banksy uh, called If You Don't Mask, If You Don't Mask, You Don't Get It, featured a number of rats in a pandemic-inspired pose wearing face masks. It was removed by the TFL cleaning crews who were said to be unaware it was Banksy's artwork and treated it like any other graffiti on the network. You know, Auntie Avril just said something really interesting. She goes, it could be, you know, we're saying Banksy's a man. It could be a woman. Well, from... Yeah, but it, it looks like a man, like from the height and the stature and... Mm. It, it m- maybe it could be. have been a decoy, you know? Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, you know, like somebody that they sent there and said, right then, you say that you're, you're you know, or pretend to be him. I mean, but that, 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 that's quite a risky thing. I don't think that's part of his, his thing, isn't it, to, um, to do that? But I mean, okay, security... I guess it raises an interesting point, and I guess it doesn't raise an interesting point. I'm just wondering what the union's angle is, and you know what everybody else's angle is about, you know whether or not the trains are safe or the trains are not safe. Um, there are cameras all over that underground network, so yeah. Uh, and I'm sh- pretty sure there's cameras or w- when people are coming into the station and they walk out, because when you see all these things where they're trying to track. Um, terrorists and stuff like that they show them going into the station and they show them going down to the street then going into the shop mm. to buy a you know i mean a, a drink and some crisps and then coming back out and then going into the butchers and then coming back out and then go and you, you know they're, they're tracking their whole life really yeah <coughs> excuse me so it's really interesting that you know that that then comes up but you know he's been doing this for a very very long time um and yeah, well, but my, my thought is that, you know, it, it, it's now created a little bit more sensationalism. He's in the news. We're talking about it. This is happening. He's released a video of himself actually doing that. So I, I, I bet all of his pictures in value have kind of, kind of gone up a little bit, haven't they? Yeah. Just to kind of like promote this little um, social media stunt that he's or he or she um <laughs> Or it could be, I, I, I'll tell you this thing, right? I had a dream, but not a dream, but it was a thought and an idea, right? I just dreamt that one, you know, one day that like somewhere, um, a bit like an art installation, right? That maybe in Leicester yeah. Square, you have like a hundred people turn up and they've all got like, um, you know, like face masks on and stuff like that. And they just say, I am Banksy. And everybody says, I am Banksy, you know, and it's just kind of like, that's a piece of art in its own. But anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I think that way. 
But uh, that was it. But yeah, so this this story was we got a, a, a phone call when I was uh, working at Pret and somebody wanted to buy. They said, oh, well, you've got a Banksy on, on your fire exit of one of your shops. Um, can I buy the door? So, you know, we thought, well, first of all, if it is a Banksy, we want to have it for yeah. ourselves, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know how I got involved in this, but you know, as you know, I was in part of e-commerce, and so they said, "Yeah, go down, go check it out. There could be some money in it." And went down. And it, it wasn't a Banksy. It was, you know, it, it looked, it was, you know, it was street art, but it wasn't a Banksy. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so we said no. We wasn't going to sell the door number one because it would set a bad precedent, and and number two, it wasn't a Banksy. So. Um, you know, the person could, you know, realistically leave it alone. But it was just really weird that, you know, um, y- you see this stuff around and, and people. I think there was a, a thing in America where somebody stole something. They they took, you were saying like they stole the bricks. They, they stole a bit of a wall or something like that and then took it to America and, and sold it or something. Yeah, I, it was something to do with, um, I just saw the headline and it was like, um, it was like Banksy and... Um, like art um, on auction but then it was like two pictures of like where it was and then the wall missing yeah 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 I, I, I have heard of that as well and I wasn't even aware that he has actual work that that's authenticated that you can pay and it's not cheap none of his stuff is 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 really yeah. cheap and of course you being an artist that's something that you're interested in right mm-hmm. would you ever consider doing street art yeah uh, mm-hmm. You never know, you know, it could be, you know, you just have to, you know, don't let us, any of us know. And all of a sudden we just see these images appearing everywhere, you know, mm. just with a big V in the middle. Then <laughs> 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 we know it's you. <laughs> Look at V from the Soul Food Show. No. Where's that? That's, uh, that, that is interesting. I haven't seen that one with... Uh, his stuff on it. I think it's a bit disappointing that he uses stencils. I thought he actually just kind of like really spray painted it himself because the good old fashioned graffiti artists um, mm-hmm. back in the day, like <laughs> in my heyday, um, they used to go on and they, you know, they they, they used to draw with the with the pa- with, with the spray can. But you know, those when they used to get on to do and they used to do the trains. Funny enough, they used to do the trains. That was a big thing. So like in America, it was that they called it bombing subway cars, where they go in and then they're just like graffiti all over it. So then it came over here, and that's what people would do. But they would actually go to like the the yard, you know, like the um the the train depot. Yeah. And then they get in there. This was before the advent of cameras and all that kind of stuff. Then they get in there. Then it could spend like quite a few hours, really, like you know doing really good not tagging proper graffiti um on the you know on on the tube train um which cost thousands but yeah you know they, they didn't really care so um uh, but they used to actually use you know uh, in fact i knew a couple of people that used to do it as well actually they used to work with me um i think the statue of limitations has passed out so i can say hold tight uh def jeff jam <laughs> And uh, Fibes for the Vibes, they used to be part of, uh, I forgot the name of the rap crew. But, you know, it was like rap and graffiti went together. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, as we, uh, <laughs> as, we, um, as we move off, where are we going? Someone said, suppose Master Alistair V is Banksy. Oh, someone said, are you Banksy? <laughs> sure you're not Banksy. Well, the, the Banksy's have been out for quite a while, right? So it would yes. be... 
a bit difficult for you to be Banksy unless it's like a secret kind of thing that's then passed on and then they say, right, you're Banksy, but you can't tell anybody. <laughs> so, you know, every time it's a new incarnation, a bit like Doctor Who. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's, that, that's an interesting point. Anyway, um, go, go go for your uh, next uh, your next topic, sir. If you if you've have you finished with this one, or is there anything I, I else that you? I just wanted to read a bit more on it because there's just a. Bit ah no, more. sorry, sorry. Go 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 go. go. There's me all talking like it's done. Go on, go go for it. It's okay. Mm. Um. So it says the transport authority has confirmed to the BBC in response. In response, a Freedom of Information Act request that it had complete, sorry, had it had, sorry, that it had complete an in investigation into the incident, but would not release its findings because of the security concerns and not wanting to encourage copycats. So I think maybe they know who he is, but for, you know, not to encourage, you know, the uprising of Banksy copycats. Well, I think there's already a few of them out there already, isn't there? Or you mean, oh, to actually try and recreate that crime again by? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. So it says TFL said the artist carried out graffiti between uh, Barber Barberkin and Paddington on the Hammersmith and City Line between. Um, 5.23 and 6.31 on the 10th of July. It's also confirmed it had no involvement with with either artists, his staff, or lawyers. Wait, hold on. And so was it in the morning or in the evening? I think... I think it was probably in the morning. I want to say it was in the morning. Yeah, because that would be even weirder if he did it in the afternoon. But then again, you know, hiding in plain sight, a bit like a transformer, right? Right under your nose. You go there and Mm. they think that he's sanitizing the train and he's he's busy there. Mm. Yeah. Mm, But uh, the footage also shows the artist painted uh, the words, I get locked down on the wall right at the end of the station platform. TFL would not say which station it was, but confirmed the artist did not go on the track. And a spokesperson for the RTN said some stations have no gate, no gate line staff at certain times of the day, so people could literally walk on there with anything like you could have a coffin under your arm let alone a canister full of paint, he said. Uh, he said the, the union has been campaigning over staffing levels because of the station yeah. and unstaffed for long periods of time. And the, the end result is anything could happen. Yeah. So I think, it, I think it was just to address, you know, the lack of staff. Mm. Okay, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, like when I go on the train, they won't be like, they'll barely, I'll only see like maybe one staff member, or you won't see any, and then, you know, they you could literally do anything. Mm. Nobody would really stop you. Mm. And you know what, that is a very, you know, I was thinking about that when um, 
when you were saying it, right? That um, it is down, down to the fact, you know, you've got some stations that have been closed. You know, staffing levels are reduced because, uh, you know, the levels of people on the trains have, have drastically gone down. Um, I'm sure they even probably tried to give some people redundancy to kind of like manage situations and things like that as well. Um, mm. So, yeah, so I, I guess it's a very clever way for the unions to kind of like, you know, dovetail into that as well and say, well, you know, you, you've lost all of these people because of lockdown scenarios and reduced service and stuff like that. So, yeah, you're and as you quite rightly said, you know, there's less staff around. Um, and that used to be a problem like when we were like well not your age but a bit older than you um that was an issue as well because there wasn't that many staff around so you know anything could really happen people used to get mugged on the trains left right and center used to be absolutely ridiculous and in broad daylight not at night you know broad daylight people would get mugged on the trains um and you know really like you know terribly you know they just you know, they press the button and then they, you know, go through the carriage methodically, you know, bit by bit. Not even like it's a quick snatch and grab. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stop the train in the tunnel, you know, then make sure that they've mugged everybody. And then when the train obviously then comes out or I, I don't know, you know, or, it, it, you know, when the train comes out or, or you know, on some of those trains. Sorry, no, maybe it's more like, you know, the trains sometimes they, they go in the, the tunnel and it's quite quite long on some of those journeys yeah so they got it all planned out you know so they go in and they you know you can't get off you know what i mean there's no phone signal so it was just like you know ah never mind um elder jessica said maybe it's david blaine is he still doing magic and stuff david blaine um i don't think it's magic Didn't he nearly died when he tried to do something well, like some, um, some he trick did this thing on uh, you tr- I think it was like I forgot what it was. It was something to involve him hanging from a hot air balloon. Yeah, he hung from like like an air balloon. Yeah, like and then went like really high up into the sky, and then skydived all the way down. Yeah, that's, that's all right. I haven't got wings, so that's not my area of expertise at all. So I, I shall be leaving that alone. Okay. Um, <clears throat> remind me, I've got something I, w- I want to tell you. What's your next point? Uh, my next point is actually um, a recap. Well, it's kind of like, not a recap, but um, um, how do I say it? Follow up? Like, it, it's like, a, we spoke about it before. Mm. Like, probably like one of the first things we spoke about on the show. Okay, all right, go for it. And um, it's it's space related once again. Mm-hmm. My favourite topic. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yep, yep. But um, so um, it's basically what happened is that there's this um, spacecraft that basically it picks up um, like rocks and particles, and then it's supposed to bring them back to Earth. Yeah, but. On that journey, it has to go through, I'm pretty sure, um, like uh, an asteroid field of sorts. Okay. And it picks up some rocks, and then it's supposed to land on this asteroid. Yeah. And it's supposed to pick up, like, the metals and the different um, compounds. And if there's new 
um, metals and if there's new compounds and there's all of this stuff and if there's like bacteria on it, if there's like living plants on it or anything. Mm. But um, it basically, this is from uh, The Guardian and it says, overstuffed uh, NASA spacecraft, um, Osiris Rex, uh, losing particles after binging on Bennu. Bennu is the um, asteroid. Um, after an asteroid encounter, scientists scrambled to minimize the loss of space rocks after the after the after the craft belched um, rubble. A NASA spacecraft is sorry. A NASA spacecraft is stuffed with um, so much asteroid rubble from its weak grab because it basically, I think, it orbits before it goes and lands on um, the asteroid. Yeah. So it picks up all of this, mm-hmm. and it got jammed, and it opened up, and all of like the precious particles and asteroids that they would use for testing uh, were drifting away um, in space. Wow! And yeah, scientists said on Friday, um, uh, scientists announced that the news. Three days after the spacecraft named Osiris Rex briefly touched an asteroid Bennu 200 miles away. The mission's lead scientist, Dante Loretta, said Tuesday's operation collected far more material than expected on for the return to Earth in the hundreds of grams. Mm. The sample container on the end of the robot um penetrated so deeply into the asteroid with such force. However, the rocks got stuck and became wedged into the rim of the lid. So it's like, um, how do I describe it? Um, mm. They use the analogy. It, it's like the analogy of like, um, like this, it probably, it's like when, it's like when you make tea mm. and then sugar gets stuck at the bottom. Oh. And like you know, you're still stirring it, and you st- and you think it's gone, but it's not. And it basically it got jammed in the lid. So after it got filled up, every all like the other rocks and bits just started um, getting jammed onto the sides of the container, so it couldn't close. Hmm. So on the return, it would op- it would just be open the whole way. Oh, so that that way everything just came out. Yeah. Hmm. Osiris so, Rex, uh, you should send some. When you're doing these things, you got to send pictures. Because my mind's now traveling at warp speed trying to work out <laughs> well, what it looks like, you know, what, what kind of spaceship was it, what kind of, you know, what kind of probe was it, and all that kind of stuff. You have to send me some, okay. image, some, some image work so we can have a look. And that okay. Like, yeah. I'll do that next time. Mm. So the team were scrambling to put the sample container into the return capsule as early as Tuesday, much sooner than originally planned Mm. for the long trip home. Particles are continuing to escape and scientists want to minimize the loss. So, um, well, they come back earlier. um, They want the ship to come back, the the probe to come back earlier so that they they don't lose any more stuff, which makes sense. Yeah. So um, a cloud of asteroid particles could be seen swirling around the spacecraft 
as it backs away from Bennu at at least one and a half of an ounce, five to ten grams at one time. The situation appears to stabilize, according to Loressa, once the robot arm stopped moving and was was locked in place. The um, requirement for OSIRIS-REx, uh, NASA's first asteroid sample return mission, totalizing more than eight, uh, eight, $800 million, was at least two ounces, 60 grams of this wow. of samples for return. So they didn't, well, they only got, they didn't get as much samples as they wanted. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah, from what that's happened. Quite, it's quite, quite, quite a small return on uh, $800 million, right? Mm. So it says the carbon-rich material holds the preserved building blocks of our solar system and could help planet, sorry, scientists better the, better understand how planets are formed and how life originated on Earth. Well, we we know life originated on Earth. Yeah, they could save their time by just opening the Bible, and that will quickly tell them that you know the creator of heaven and earth did that. But I feel another poem coming from um, Auntie Avery. You know, left the asteroid alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that, that's uh, yeah, that's a lot of money to spend just to get that little bit of um. Little, but well, well I, I guess you know even the best laid plans sometimes they 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 fail and you know I guess the, the whole point is is that they wanted to get more stuff right and unfortunately, um, you know things happen right and when you're out you know if it's kind of like thousands of miles away in space, <laughs> she said she's already yeah. writing it. <laughs> um, uh, Auntie Avril said she's already writing a, a poem. Left the asteroid alone. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's thousands of miles away. Everything is done by remote radio control and everything. So it's it's crazy. It's absolutely ridiculous. That's it was very very interesting. I'm, I think I'm gonna see if I can uh, research that myself afterwards as well. Looks uh, looks like uh, I wonder if anybody got into trouble for that. Eight hundred million pounds, and you 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 come back. You know, it's a bit like your mum sending you to um to Tesco, and then you lose the money, and then you only come back with like you know. She says right is get the weekly shopping and you only come back with, you know, milk and eggs. And you go, oh, actually, I lost the money, mum. <laughs> not going to be too pleased with you, is it? Mm. Uh, okay. Oh, well, well done. Two interesting points of view. Um, I got, uh, actually, I told you, I've got, got some news for you, actually. Okay. Yeah. Have you, sorry, did you finish that point? Yeah, yeah? I finished. Okay, I, I got some news for you, actually. And, uh, I, okay, so... I was um, uh, going through, um, like, Facebook always says, oh, memory, 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 memory. I know you're not on Facebook, but it does, oh, memory, 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 memory. And, like, four years ago, um, this was a Sunday. And do you know what happened on that Sunday? Uh, nope. You were baptized. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's been that long. Yes, it's been that long, son of mine. It's been that long, four years. So you were 11? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 11 or 12. So yeah, it's been four years. So congratulations, man, on your fourth Thanks. baptismal anniversary. That's awesome, man. Do you remember who baptized mm. you? Uh, 
can you okay and uncle chris yeah well there you go well done yeah that's well done yeah that was that is very very right both of us yeah it was a really great honor actually so I'm baptizing my son and you look so small then you're looking up at me i've got a picture i'm thinking about look at if the people will see we need to change your picture actually that was the other thing i keep saying we've got to change that picture because that picture even though it looks like you but there is the impression that you know that you're this little kid and you're not this little kid at all you know <laughs> so we need to upgrade the picture so that it is a proper representation of of who you are now as you know, presenter of the young person's point of view. But yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, congratulations. And, you know, we thank God for everything that God is doing in your life, son. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it, it kind of like made me smile when I saw your little face. And then, you know, it was me and mm. um, Elder Chris kind of like add you and we, we got ready to dunk you as well. Funny enough, I've got your baptismal certificate somewhere around here. Um, but yeah, so yeah, well, that was pretty much it. So, yeah. um, hmm. You and also, yep, go for it. Um, I just wanted to do this quickly, it mm. won't take too long. Mm. Uh, you asked me for um, good apps. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I nearly forgot. So yeah, go on. I have those. So, um, okay. I did six, yeah, I did six uh, good ones. Um, I think one of them is uh, for um, you're gonna have to. I, I, before you stop right um you're gonna have to um if you type them in a list and message them over to me so i can put them in the chat so people can see them so talk to talk okay. about them but you you know just do them one by one in so i can put them up in the chat so people can um okay. get them yeah go for it mm -hmm. um so my first one is gmail and um, i think gmail is a good one because um mm. You know, you can have it on your phone instead of always having to go to your computer. And it always makes it easy access. So you don't really... Because especially for me, like now with school, they we get emails on practically anything. If we have cover lessons, we get an email. So with that, just always having your email on hand so you can get a notification always helps a lot. Okay, so G so then, Gmail is uh, is an app. So just to, just to bring people up to speed, right? Because we, we might be thinking, well, why are we talking about Gmail as an app? So um, one of the tasks was that Mr. Alice V went away to think about some, just, not necessarily fancy apps, but just apps that would work that are quite useful. And a lot of people have um, Google Mail accounts. Um, and yeah. as you quite rightly said, sometimes people think that you just go in from the website, which is kind of cool if you've got a, a computer and even a laptop or something like that. Um, but uh, with the Google Mail app, it's a dedicated app that you can have on your smartphone or on your tablet, and it will just kind of like act as your message client. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my next one is Spotify. Um, mm -hmm. Spotify is a good one because you can listen to your music and you can also listen to podcasts yeah. and I think the Soul Future is also on there. It is so, indeed. We, very, very, yeah. very good product placement there, son. Well done, well done, oh, well done. <laughs> and yeah, it's actually really good because they'll recommend you and artists that you listen to, podcasts that you listen to with similar topics. They'll make you a mix which compiles all of like 
songs that you've listened to plus your podcast and they'll make them into a big playlist so say for instance you're not in the you're not in a picky mood for what to listen to and you just want something that's in the background press that and you will have something that you like yeah spotify is a it's a it's a great little app so there, there is the uh free free version and there's obviously the premium yeah. version as well i think they do a, a student version too or spotify yeah. so if you are a student you've got a student version and the the difference is that one is ad supported um uh, which is the free one and the other one's not ad supported but again a great little app to have on your your phone spotify will play your own music as well so even mm-hmm. your own um you know we we're in the apple ecosystem but what it will do is it will actually look through your music library and you can play your own music library through spotify too um, as you quite rightly said, you've got the opportunity to get um, curated mixes by Spotify. It tries to learn what you listen to to make up a, like a radio station for you and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, it's very, very handy. I, I'd, I'd avoided Spotify for a very, very long time. And then um, I can't remember why I had to get it for something or other. And I, I gave it a go. I don't have the um, I don't have the paid version. I've, I've got the free version. I don't think I spend enough time in there to warrant me getting it ad free. Um, but mm. uh, yeah, really good. Yeah, that, 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 those are really good, and they work cross-platform as well. So um, they work yeah. on Android, they work on um, Apple. Um, those are the two major operating systems, really, isn't it? When it comes to mobile devices, and Spotify yeah. has a, um, they have a desktop app as well. So if you're on a, yeah. a Mac or or Windows PC, um, yeah, you, you you know you you can get a um, an app as well. So yeah, good choice there. Well done. And then uh, my next one um, is Netflix. And also, with Netflix, actually, now they're introducing podcasts, which are now, um, I think there are some that are visual and then some that are just um, either like kind of like curated slideshows with them. So, um, yeah, they've started that now. And then also, like, what I've done, actually, because it's really easy now, mm. for um, my citizenship homework. Because, well, not homework, but we have to, like, learn about case studies. Mm. So if I just look up a subject topic, so, like, let's say, I don't know, if I wanted to look up the um, Magna Carta, for instance, mm. it will show me probably a film on the Magna Carta and rules on it. Or it will give me something about the subject on it or something to do with it. So it's, it's not just for, you know, streaming your films mm. and your TV shows. You can use it for many other purposes. That is very good to know because I didn't know any of that. I didn't know that they, they're they doing podcasts as well. So maybe we need to get the Soul Food Show in there. That would be... <laughs> I think we could. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that that is r- really good to know. Thanks, son. That, that that's what that's one I'm gonna go and uh, download as well now. So thank you very much. And again, cross platform on um, yeah uh, on um, I was gonna say Windows Phone, not Windows Phone on Android and on uh, Apple's iOS. iOS. Okay, brilliant, fantastic. All right, go for it. One more or two more. And then yeah, and then I've got Apple Podcasts. And um, well, this is for iOS users. But mm. Apple Podcast has a lot of um, different uh, podcasts that you can listen to. Yeah. And um, they're just pretty good, to be honest. There's a lot of um, 
like user feedback is pretty well. There's uh, there's not a lot of um, problems. There's a lot of good podcasts, and for each tailored um, like subject uh, matter or thing you want to listen to. <laughs> NASA. <laughs> And of course, I, I, if, if I remember rightly, a, a certain uh, radio show um, is, is has been in the uh, Apple Podcast Store for a very, very long time, actually. Uh, Soul yeah. Food Gospel Radio Show has been in there from about 2014. So uh, you can go back and listen to all the back archives uh, there if you are so inclined. Uh, I think I, I am in the Google Play Store, but I think they're changing that to a certain degree as well. But yeah, you know... Um, you know, and, and in all fairness, the whole idea of podcasting, really, I think it was Apple that started the whole thing off, um, mm. you know, um, and it's, it's, it's evolved and it's gone a lot. I might be wrong, so don't shoot me. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's evolved and it, it's gone, you know, quite big. But, yeah, we do. We sit there amongst uh, um, not too many people in the Apple podcasting store because I don't think they're letting people in. And when I got in. I think the um, the requirements were a little bit less, so I'm kind of like in there, and I, I intend not to go anywhere. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, next one. Um, my next one is a bit. It's it's uh, it's an interesting one that you've probably never heard of. Mm. Um, it's called uh, Sweatcoin. So basically, it's kind of like a fitness app, but it's a rewards app at the same time. So. Basically, the premise is the more you walk, the more sweat coins that you gain. The more sweat coin that you gain, the more rewards that you can get. What's it called? Sweat coins? Yeah, sweat yeah, coins. You need to send, you've you got to be typing this and sending it over to me. I, I sent it to you. You did? Oh, brilliant. Because uh, some of these, I think, oh, I need to get these for myself. <laughs> I don't want to miss it. Um, yeah. Uh, so, um, basically, it's it's kind of like yeah, it's a reward-based system. So the more you walk, uh, the more sweat coin that you gain, and oh, um, sweat that's... like you sweat, sweat, sweat. Yeah, that's that is like kind of like yeah. So sweat coin, it's um, it's it's a bit of a like a fun, a bit of a little bit of a competitive app because I know uh, me and my friends that's what we used to do back in year eight. You can like walk around the school the most, the most. <laughs> and then we'll, and then at the end of the day we'll compile all our sweat coins <laughs> and like and you can like it's, it's actually really fun to do because like when you reach a certain amount you can get a certain thing you can get like 20% off on this 20% off that you can uh, donate it to charities really all of, yeah you never and, told me about this you don't really. I don't walk. Or I don't no, exercise. You, I don't, you don't walk, but like. <laughs> That's okay. But, we'll move on. Let's not discuss the reason why I don't. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's a bit of it's an interesting uh, app. Just you just walk, and every I think a hundred meters, it starts tracking your um your steps, and then from there you'll gain sweat coins. And there's like a daily raffle where you can get an extra bonus on top of that. And you can also send a sweat coin to like each other and all of this cool stuff. So so you can it, actually buy stuff it, with it. Um, yeah, you can. But like 
you probably have to do like Most, get, do a lot to get kind of like good discounts and things. Uh, not a lot. Like uh, some of them are pretty easy. It's just that the only thing you have to pay is um, the uh, delivery cost, which is usually one ninety nine, mm. because Sweatcoin is, I think, in collaboration with the company, okay. so they always usually have them at like one ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. But right. like. But for most of it, for, for the most part, it's actually pretty interesting. So it'll show you your wallet, your overall statistics, how many steps you've walked, how many meters you've walked. Mm. And I think it just is one of those apps that is like a, that spurs you on to walk more. Yeah. Sweat coin. Okay. That's, that's a good and one. Then, and then the last app is uh, Zoom, actually, mm. for all of our conference call meetings mm. everybody's conference call meetings uh zoom just um i think most people know by what most people know what zoom is now so well in a sense zoom is just um it's like skype but mm. with it's more for like um corporate meetings or for instance now people are using it for church yeah, yeah. and um classes and all of this so it's just been a really good app to use during lockdown if you have like meetings and um, um, classes or anything like that and it's free as well and mm. it's both on uh, Google Play Store and um, Android yeah well, yeah about Android and um, on and on iOS too okay, yeah and iOS some very very good um app recommendations on there as well definitely going to look into sweatcoin because i don't have that i do have to do a lot with zoom i've got apple Podcasts, got gmail spotify i need to look at netflix as well i cancel my netflix subs subscription because i don't really watch it i'm not really um but if they're doing other things on there uh, uh, as well do you have to have a subscription to do the podcasting to get the podcast um well yes well, uh, I think okay. if, even if you have the free trial, I think you can still access that. Mm, okay. All right. Well, it's still something at least. So, um, yeah. yeah, we need to look into that. All right. Uh, time is a running, sir. You need to uh, do your shout outs um, and yeah. your highs to the family. And then I need to do the salvation call. And then we need to wrap this baby up. Go for it. Okay. I'll give a shout out to my mom and your shout out to my uh, sister, Christine. I'll give a shout out to my um, cousins, uh, Malika, Michaela, um, uh, Matilda, and Ella. I'll give a shout out to my um, aunt, Auntie Jenny, Auntie um, Chuchu, and Auntie P. I'll give a shout out to my other cousins, Elijah and Elise. I'll give a shout out to um, my grandparents um, in the UK. I'll give a shout out to my grandparents in Nigeria. Um, I'll give a shout out to my um, aunt on my dad's side, Auntie Olivia, Auntie Sonia, and Auntie Minky. I'll give a shout out to my cousins, uh, Nathan, uh, Faye, Joshua, uh, Sean, and Kiara. I'll give a shout out to um, my uh, niece, Lanaya, and my nephew, Anisha. And I'll give a shout out to uh, my sister, Chevelle. Brilliant. And uh, happy birthday to Auntie Jenny as well, right? It's Auntie Jenny's birthday. Yeah. 
was Auntie Jenny's birthday. So uh, happy birthday going out there to Auntie Jenny. Thank you so much indeed, son. I will uh, catch up with you a little bit later on. Thank you for the young person's point of view again today. You're well welcome. executed. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Take care, son. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. So that was the uh, indeed the young person's point of view. And anyone trying to call me, you will never get me anymore because my phone is on do not disturb. So uh, you'll have to message me if you're trying to get me, if it's that important. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you so much indeed, Alistair V. Always love the young person's point of view. Uh, okay, we've got Left the Asteroid Alone. And uh, that's, <laughs> that's the new poem that's coming out by, by Avril Hall. Um, always a science-inspired poems, and um, yeah, we we've uh, we, we we now have this whole thing with uh, Mr. Banksy as well. So uh, who knows? Maybe I'm Banksy. You know, you never know. You know, I could be. Then again, maybe not. But you know what? If you're out there and uh, uh, time is a ticking, thank you so much indeed to everybody that's been part of the show. Uh, thank you so much indeed for the contributions and the collaborations. But now. You know, um, not that anything that we've done isn't serious. Everything is serious. But this is, uh, you know, this is about where we we get the upper hand on every plan and um, uh, device of the enemy, right? And every plan and device of the enemy is simple for you not to be saved. So you may well be out there and you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And being saved isn't about being in a cult. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. There's nothing cultish about being saved. Saved is just a term that we use to describe us as, as, a, as a group of people who have accepted Jesus as um, our Lord and Savior. And because of that, we are not going to hell. We're going to heaven. All right? in the starkest possible terms. And I'd love for your Saturday morning or however it is that, uh, you're out there to, to, to start off with you accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So I'm going to say this prayer. And um, if you're listening live before 10 o'clock, you are going to be born again. And you may even get filled with the Holy Spirit as we're doing this, uh, as we're doing this prayer. I'm going to redirect you to some great resources that we have at my home church, Rack City Church. Uh, which is uh, pastored by co-pastor Penny Francis and Bishop John Anthony Francis. Uh, a great set of resources out there to help you on your Christian walk. Um, but first of all, the most important thing is we've got to state this big step, which is this big gap. And this big gap is the one we call the leap of faith. All right. And this is the bit that kind of like doesn't make sense. And it's OK. I keep telling people it's not about, oh, well, well, yeah, now I'm feeling. No, you don't have to feel anything. You know, the Bible even says taste and see. It doesn't say wait till you're hungry. And then, it, no, it says taste and see. So you may be full up of life or you may be full up of everything else that's around you. But I guarantee you, once you sample Jesus, you know, that's going to be the uh, that's going to be the, the bit that you'll taste. And you'll say, yeah, all right, I want more Jesus. So um, if you repeat after me, I'm going to lead you in a prayer, a prayer called a prayer of repentance, prayer of salvation. No matter what it's called. Just follow me in the prayer. OK, ready step go repeat after me thank you jesus for loving me thank you jesus for dying on the cross for me i believe that you are the son of god and that you died and rose again to remove all of my sin past present and future i was a sinner but i now want to be born again lord send your holy spirit into my heart to help me to stop sinning i have believed in my heart i've confessed out of my mouth and upon my confession, I am now saved in Jesus' name. Say amen if you believe that. that spirit to control me, seek that word to come and mold me, yeah. Yeah.
Welcome, 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 welcome to the family of God. We are super excited that you've made that decision and you've made that choice. And as I said, sometimes don't try to intellectualize these things. You know, you have to kind of like move in a different way in order for you to get a different result. Amen. Um, and I believe regardless of wherever you are around the world, you know, it's not about growing church membership. It's not about us uh, having people attend our building to say that, you know, there are more people coming through the doors than anywhere else. It's not about that, honestly speaking, especially in this current um, climate that we find ourselves in but what it is about is increasing the amount of people going to heaven and decreasing the amount of people going to hell and that's a stark reality of, of, of what we do out here as well um, so if you have made that decision uh, I'm going to ask you to go over to ragcitychurch.org um, uh, forward slash new believer. Why? Because there is a little form on there that you need to fill in that registers your interest and a member of our discipleship care team at Rack City Church is going to reach out to you and invite you to come to our discipleship care classes. What's a discipleship care class? Sounds a bit funny. No, it doesn't. All it is that you may be grounded in the decision that you've made. You're going to have questions. You should have questions. You know, you, you need to know what the next steps are. You know, why do you need to get baptized? You heard me saying that, you know, it was just four years ago that Alistair V got baptized. Baptism is an important part of your journey. Don't let anybody tell you that it's not. You may even be out there and you've given your life to Jesus, but you haven't thought about getting baptized. You need to put that as a priority right now. Okay, um, Rat City Church is running baptisms. Please go over and, and check on the website as well. I think you can register your interest there as well. But please, baptism is the next step that you need to really consider getting done. Not consider about thinking about doing it. You need to get it done. What's the plan, right? Be deliberate, be intentional, be on purpose. Um, and then, of course, the other thing is, is that, you know, they, they run a great, great, great set of classes every Thursday evening. Um, and it doesn't really matter where you are. They're all virtual classes. So, you know, there's no payment. There's no nothing. It's all done online. Um, and you could be absolutely anywhere else before. I don't know. I keep seeing uh, Kathmandu, which is somewhere really interesting somewhere but if you could be in Kathmandu and you're listening to the show that's really great or you could be in Dublin's fair city um doesn't really matter where you are around the world uh, all you need to do is take your world time synchronize it with the uh with the UK uh with the UK uh, British summertime although we you know as of tomorrow we're going out of British summertime um but uh yeah or GMT however you you do it and then you'll be able to attend those classes as well the last thing I'd ask you to do is please if you could just reach out to your boy as well um I'd love to know that you've made a decision based on the little things that we do here at soul food gospel with the poetry with the music with the uh, young people's point of view with the news with the updates however it is that we've kept you interested for the last three or so hours i'd love to know that that you know translated in you giving your life to jesus christ not necessarily based on what we've done but you you know that you've made that 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 leap of faith um reach out to me i'm an elder at rec city church i'd love to be able to pray with you and encourage you in your faith uh plus four four seven nine six oh two one nine three double six that's what I call the also secret WhatsApp number. And uh, you can always email me as well, soulfoodoffice at gmail.com. That's it. Nice and easy, right? And if you've got the Gmail app, even easier, right? So uh, thank you so much indeed if you've, uh, and, uh, if you've made that decision. Look forward to hearing from you, right? So uh, this is, uh, oh, I think this is one of uh, Winita's uh, worship tracks, actually. He is in control. Rich Tolbert Jr. Thank you so much indeed, Laurel Robinson. We loved your ministry. We love your Patois poems. 
Ay, ay, ay. I didn't say it right, did I? <laughs> I sounded like I was from, uh, you know, Spanish or Colombian or something like that. Ay, ay, ay. But we really thank God for uh, everybody that's been on the stream this morning. I love the breakfast show. I love the fact that, uh, you know, we always get a brand new poet, uh, poetically speaking. We have a lovely little time of worship. There's no fussing. There's no rushing. As to he comes in with his complete, you know, technological things and things that we, we, we don't think about. And it's, it's, it's always a great uh, melee. I love that word now. Melee of uh, coming together of, of the young and the old together. Um, and, you know, it just goes to prove, right, that we can get on, right? Yeah, we can. Shouts going out there to Timothy Sankor. He's jumped on the stream as well. And the Sankors in general. I want to say thank you if you are tuned in from all around the world. Please take the opportunity, especially if you are on YouTube, to subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe. Hit the notification bell. These things all help. They all help us grow, develop, create greater visibility for the kingdom of God and everything that we're doing over here at Soul Food Gospel. From the but I want to finish off on this track. It is uh, still remembering my dear friend uh, Talama Adelaya that went on to uh, went on to be in glory just over a year or so ago. This is Excess Love. Um, absolutely, um, absolutely love this track. Uh, Mercy Chinwell and uh, JJ Hairston. As I'm looking at all the screens and everything else that's going on. Thank you. Yes, we are. We are very, very uh, happy that you came on, Laurel. Very, very happy, Miss P, for your, for your, for your gift and uh, everything that you did. So I just got one thing to say, right? So don't forget tomorrow afternoon, three o'clock. It is the Smooth Worship Show where I play a completely different roster of music, but the most laid-back, the smoothest music you're ever gonna hear on the wireless. Take good care. God bless you. Thank you so much indeed for taking the time out today. If you do need to stay at home, stay at home. If you do need to go out, remember to be safe. But most importantly, don't lose your faith in Christ Jesus. Take care. God bless. And I shall see you tomorrow. you